0: We're doing Shemuel Aleph, chapter 19, chapter Yud-Tit. Okay, so what happened in chapter 18? Um, just to give you some context. Chapter 18 was about Shaul's um, seeing David succeed and the paranoia that Shaul developed because of this. So David c- keeps succeeding and Shaul has become extremely paranoid. Shaul, the first king of Israel. And now he wants to kill David. Now... He's not at a point yet that, that typically what happens to paranoid people is that, you know, they're not, whenever they develop their paranoia, at first they're a bit quiet about it or they're not so like open about it. So, so as he gets scared of David, he wants to kill David, but deep down he knows that it's not a rational thing that he wants to do. So he tries to do it without anybody realizing it. So for example, what happens in this chapter is first... He throws a spear at the wall. He acts like he's playing, you know, you know, a game when you throw the spear at the wall, try to hit the, like the picture. So he acts like he's playing a game, but then he's really aiming for David. And he's acting like he doesn't see David is there and he tries to kill him. Or what else does he do? He says, I'm going to make um, David, I'm going to give David my daughter. And because David will get caught up in my, his uh, love of my daughter, he's going to get distracted. And then in the course of battle, he's going to get killed. But you know what? He, he's paranoid and he's a little bit—he's a little bit unstable. So. He was so to destroy his daughter. Well, not exactly, because David happens to be a very good man. David is a respected; he's a healthy, good, strong man that everybody loves. Um, one of the ironies that you see in the story is that all of Shaul's family—all of Saul's family—what? Well, and he gets a good uh, thing. So one of the things you see is that. Is that sh- while Shaul is trying to kill David, Shaul's family is constantly conspiring against Shaul because not, they're not p- paranoid. They know that, th- that David is a good man, that he's a decent man. Shaul's own son, Yonatan, is David's best friend. And so he first offers David, his daughter Mirav, to be David's wife. And he says, maybe because he's distracted at the wedding, he's not going to be focused in war and he's going to die in war. You know, it's a, that's his strategy at this point in the story. But David says, who am I to marry with the king? Who am I? And Shaul being unstable, he, re- he backtracks and he says, no, I don't, want it. I don't want this marriage. He gives his first daughter to someone else. And he embarrasses David in the process because David was promised her. And then last minute, Shaul took her away. Um, and then Shaul has another idea. He says, you know what? I have another daughter, Michal. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to say, David, you can marry her. And David comes to show and says, yeah, but I'm I'm poor. Who who am I? I, I, Who am I to marry into the family of the king? So then he says, okay, you don't have to give me any money to marry her. You don't need to bring a a dowry or anything. You just need to bring the foreskins of 100 pelishtim. And how do you get the foreskins of 100 pelishtim? You have to kill them, okay? So if you could kill, and the pelishtim were the enemies of the Jews at the time. So meaning they're constantly at war. It's like Jews in, in Gaza today. Right? So it's, uh, it was like Jews and Pilishtim back then. They also lived in Gaza. So it's like the story never ends. Okay? So, so he says, you have to go kill 100 Pilishtim and get their foreskins for me. And that will be your prize. The way to take money. And he, what, is, what is Shaul thinking? David will have to go. He'll have to get himself in a, into this big mess and he's going to die. Now David is a phenomenal warrior and he's an amazing general. And most importantly, God is with him. So David not only brings 100 foreskins, he brings 200 foreskins. He succeeds. Okay. And therefore, he is able to marry the daughter of Shaul. He marries the daughter Michal. Um, and this continues... David continues to succeed And everybody knows that God is with David And Shaul is becoming progressively more paranoid of David And he hates David And now in this next chapter, chapter 19 Shaul changes his method okay? His paranoia reaches a tipping point And he goes from trying to kill David with, in backhanded ways Without really anybody knowing To making a direct... Motion to kill David. So that's chapter 19, that's what we're up to. Shaul speaks to Yonatan, his son, and to all of his servants, David, to kill David. Classes- Dos- ya- to kill David. He tells his servants, I want one of you to kill David. He probably, according to some of the Perushim, he probably told them, uh, you know, just, just, just do it without anybody knowing, nobody will know who killed him, do it privately, but get rid of David. This is the first time Shaul is, is, is asking his servants to kill David. But Yonatan, the son of Shaul, was very close to David. He's a close friend of David. So he doesn't want, you know, he overhears this, being within the circles of the king, but he does not want David to be killed. That's Pasuk is an interesting word. Khafetz. Oh. He's happy with him. Wow, what does it have there? No, no. There are some like, radical perushim that try to... They try to create um, some left-wing, progressive perushim. They try to say things like that, but but that's not like there's no yeah, evidence of really that. In sense. No, no, no. They, it's very bad what they do. They, they try to say that the relationship between between uh, David and Jonathan was more was like something more. It's very it's a very dark way of looking at the text. There's no evidence for that. Being um, homosexual. Yeah, but you know, trying to. To, yeah, so so um, but those are radical left wing progressive perushim that are not perushim. They're heretical, in my opinion. Um, they're inserting they, they because they want to to validate all of these things. They try to insert it anywhere they could possibly insert it into anywhere in Tanakh. Uh, so, to make them feel yeah, To make themselves feel better Oh look, David was also you know, it's, it's, a, it's a psychological thing Anyways, Pasuk So Yonatan goes to David and he says Shaul, my father wants to kill you So he says Go, uh, stay, go hide somewhere until the morning In the morning And you should be in a, in a hidden place and you should hide. Okay, wait until the morning, go, go to a hidden place and you should hide. And I will go and I will stand next to my father, in the field, near where you are. And I will speak to my father about you. And I will see what's the, what's the story, and then I'll tell you. So, so Yonatan, so Shaul says, I want to kill David. Yonatan says, David, you go wait nearby, and I'm going to speak to my father in a field Where I know you're waiting Now if My father indeed wants to kill you Then I'll run To the field Either you're going to overhear what I say Because you're nearby And if you don't overhear I'm going to be able to tell you You know, very quickly to run away Okay But obviously Yonatan is going to try And tell Shaul is, trying to try, is going to try to convince Shaul Not to do so So Pasuk Aviv. Yonatan speaks good about David to Saul's father, by Yomer 11, the king should not sin against his servant David, because he did not do anything bad against you. He didn't sin to you. Tov and his actions. Not only did he not sin to you, everything he's doing is to your benefit because he's your best general. So he's succeeding for you. And he's loyal. And he's loyal. Exactly, David has done nothing wrong. Nafsho beChapo and he put his, his his life in his hands, meaning he put his life on the line to go fight for you, and he struck the pelishti, this is referring to the story of Goliath, which we did not study together, But uh, Goliath. and God did a great salvation for all of Israel, you should see this and you should be happy, and why should you sin against innocent blood to kill David for no reason? So there's an interesting thing that Yonatan that, that, uh, is doing here, is if you know the rest of the story of, the, of, the, of the Shaul's rise to power, there was a war against, I think, the people of Ammon that Shaul won. And at the beginning of Shaul's kingship, there were naysayers who were like against Shaul. We're saying he's, not, uh, he's nobody to be respected He's from a low tribe This, that And when Shaul won the battle The people that were his, his, his friends And his, his uh, supporters Said let's go kill the enemies Who are your detractors And what does Shaul say? Today is a yom to Ladonai, So we cannot kill anyone It's a day of salvation for God So we shouldn't kill anyone So now Yonatan is using the same argument against him Okay. And because of David, God did a great salvation for all of Israel. So, you before, when you won the battle and it was a great day of salvation, you were smart enough to say, Let me not kill my enemies today because it's a great day of salvation for Israel. But all of a sudden, David, who's the cause of the salvation, another salvation, because of that salvation, you're going to kill him now. So, he's pointing out that the inconsistency in Shaul's behavior. Okay? And Shaul promises by the life of God, David will not die. So Shaul's convinced and Yonatan wins him over. Now the problem and the beauty of how the Tanakh portrays Shaul is that you see how flip-floppy he is. He's wishy-washy. He's, he can't, he's not consistent at all. And the same way, and he, as, once his paranoia comes back, it comes back. You know, so... He, he's always on extremes. He has a very extreme personality. He's either saying, by the life of God, I will, David will, I will not touch a hair on his body. And then the next day, you'll wake up and you'll feel jealous again and you'll go and try to kill him. You know? So this is going to be short-lived, what just happens here. Pasuk Yonatan calls to David and he says, all of these things, and Yonatan brings David back into Shaul's court, and he was like him, and he was back in his position, like the day before the previous, okay? And then there was another war against the Pelishtim. David goes out and he does battle against the Pelishtim, and he strikes them a great blow, and the pelishim run away from David. So now David has a military success, which is the most, most offensive thing you could do to Shaul. Is to have military success. Okay. So what happens? Even if he's fighting for him, you know, you, you learn a lot about the nature of like psychosis and paranoia. These people they become so obsessed that everything they do becomes completely irrational. They become completely unpredictable, and their actions become irrational. So the spirit of God was bad upon Shaul. Meaning there was a bad spirit that fell upon Shaul. Meaning like this sort of depression and darkness. <inaudible> and he's sitting in his house. <inaudible> he has his dagger in his house. And by the way, David is back in his house. Because we said Yonatan brought him back into the court, right? So, <inaudible> and David, the musician, is playing. David was a musician in the house of Shaul. Not only was he a general, he was also a musician. So when Shaul became depressed, they brought David to play for him. Now David is playing and we already saw before, not with you, but with my other group, we already saw before that last time Shaul was, was paranoid, he would play that dagger game against the wall and act like, you know, mistakenly try to hit David. You know, he tried to hit David without anybody realizing it. So now all of a sudden, David is playing with his instrument, and Shaul has his dagger in his hand. Okay? So let's see what's going to happen. By Shaul So Shaul tried to strike David with the dagger into the wall. And he tried to pierce him into the wall. And David ran away from Shaul. And the dagger hit the wall. It got stuck in the wall. And he fled on that night. So now within two days or whatever it was within, Shaul went from swearing that he's never going to touch David to trying to kill David again. So this time David knows that there's no chance with this guy. He can promise that he's never going to touch me. Yonatan could try to convince him and everything, but he's, he's unstable. At this point, it's a, it's a medical concern that I just cannot, it's, I, I cannot trust him and that, that's it. You know, There's some people that are like pathological, so like, You see people sometimes like this in business. They're pathological liars. I've dealt with, I mean, you've probably dealt with many. Real pathological liars that, like, you cannot trust them with anything and they'll swear, no, this time is different, and they'll go and they'll steal investor money or something like that. So, so Shaul has gotten to the point where he's pathological and David recognizes this, he, can't, he cannot trust him anymore, so he runs away. Pasuk Yud-A'alif, we're gonna to go to like 20th Pasuk, we typically do like 20, 15 to 20 Pasukim in a day. Vaishlaq Shaul Malakhim al-Bet David, vishomro bilhamitou baboker. Shaul sends messengers to the house of David to guard his door and to kill him when he comes out in the morning. So, the wife of David named Michal, who was Michal? Whose daughter was she? Shaul's daughter. Says, David, if you do not run away from here, tomorrow you're going to be killed. So, Michal, probably because she was in the family of the king. Got word of some sort, she probably had her own servants and her own helpers. So she got word that Shaul is trying to kill David. She tells David that if you don't get out of here by the morning, you will be killed in the morning. So now we have two of Shaul's own kids are on David's side. Yonatan okay? tried to save David the first time, and now Michal is trying to save David the second time. Michal lowers David out of a window... And he goes and he runs and he escapes, he escapes. Now so why is she lowering him out of, window, out of a window? Because Shaul sent messengers to guard the door. Shaul sent messengers to guard the door until the morning and he comes out in the morning to kill him. So now she gets him out of the window. He, wait till the morning? You want to get um, someone's a little bit less brutal to break into the house. Hmm. You're the king, you can know do whatever you want. You want this guy dead. Why you have to wait? To guard and to kill him in the morning. You're the king and you I know. Hate it's him, it's right? a good question. Why you wait? Because you know what he wanted to do? I think his own daughter is in the house. He doesn't want to have to go into the house to kill him. Because his daughter is in the way. So instead... He's making her a widow anyways. Okay, but but maybe he's, he wants him to come out of his door and to, like okay, kill him. Yeah, what is does it it uh, has a pirush on that? Yeah. It says oh, That's what he's trying to say. They so want to yeah. bring him. They want to bring him. So what happened here? David ran away from Sha'ul, right? So what Sha'ul wanted to do, according to this, is not kill him, like just strike him down. It's to arrest him in the morning when he comes out of his house, bring him into the court, which only took session during the day, and judge him to be a rebellion as rebellious against the king, a rebel against the king, and then to kill him by, through legal means. And because the courts are only around in the day, that, that's why that's what you're trying to do. That's one answer that is there. The answer in Radak is what I was saying, is that he didn't want to kill him in front of his wife, in front of his own daughter. Like, you want to protect a woman from at least the sight of her husband being stabbed. You know, let, it, let it happen without her seeing. A, a little bit less intense. Okay? So that's another possibility. She lowers him out of the window. And now what does Michal do? What does Michal tirafim. Michal took tirafim. What are tirafim? Remember idols, that forms of idols, right. or some something that was like a, right. like a like a, that's a, that's a that's kind a of a doll of some sort that looked like a mannequin of some sort. She put it in the bed. And the the mantle of the goats. She put around the head area. And she covered it with a blanket or something. So so while David, she lowers him out the window. David is, is, is She puts a fake person Inside the bed She puts like goat hairs on the head So it looks like the person is sleeping And the hair is, is there And then she's trying to make it look like David is still there to get him time To buy him time Now what's very very interesting about this Is that this is not the first time We've seen the word terafim And the last time The previous time we've seen the word terafim Well, actually, not the previous time, but another time we've seen the word terafim was in a very similar context in which the wife of a man is protecting... Against the father. Against the father. What is it? What am I referring to? Rachel. Rachel. When Yaakov was leaving Lavan's house, Rachel stole terafim from her father. She stole the idols from her father's house. It's not clear exactly why. And then, whenever the father comes and says, and is looking for the terafim and is accusing Yaakov, she says, No, 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 no. Yaakov's innocent. I, I, I'm. Don't look at. She's hiding the Terafim herself. So last time we've seen the tirafim were a daughter protecting the husband from the father, and now Michal is doing the same. So it's almost like uh, you know, this is kind of like a a theme. Every time we see women get involved with tirafim, it's always to protect against the father. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Shaul sends messengers to take David, and she says that he's sick. Okay, because maybe he doesn't come so out so, in the morning, so it's taking too long, right now, so like, what's going on? So Michal says, no, no, he's sick. So then Shaul sends the messengers again, he says, no, 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 don't wait for him. Okay, I don't care if he's sick. Go see David, and, and he told Thank them, you. bring him here in his bed to me so I can kill him. And this is Shaul at his most extreme, right? he's is the most extreme Shaul, because now he's saying explicitly, Bring him in his bed while he's sick, and I still want to kill him. There's no mercy. The messengers come, and behold, they see what in the bed. They see the mannequin. They see the mannequin with the with the hair and the hair on a, on its head. <coughs> so Shaul says to his Michal, Why did you lie to me like this? You sent my enemy and he ran away. And now what does Michal answer? She invents a lie and says that David said to me, if you don't send me, I'm going to kill you. Meaning Michal is putting the blame on David. Now is that a bad thing or is that just, what does that show you? You it shows you that Shaul is, crazy. It, yeah, it, it shows you how crazy Shaul is. That even his own daughter is now afraid for her life, so she has to lie to her father. Because she's afraid of Shaul that maybe he'll even unleash his wrath on me, and I'm his own daughter. That, that shows you the, the extent to which Shaul has deteriorated. Um, so the next it's not, piece, starting Because she, she didn't have to lie about the mannequin. Like, if, if it was true yeah, that David had yeah. tried to kill her. The second David left, she would have told him, "Oh, David left." Like Sho could have easily seen through that lie. What do you mean? If Michal had been telling the truth that David actually threatened her and ran away, Michal wouldn't have made mannequins to pretend that he's still there. No, maybe he Obviously said she's trying to protect he, 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 he. I don't know. She he could have, have said something the like, "Right away, oh, he threatened me and ran away." Like maybe. Okay. Anyway, things are happening it's in the, the spur. Things are happening in the spur of the moment, and we see that she's genuinely concerned for her life, and uh, that's a sign of how much was deteriorated. So t- the next piece from Pasuk Yitchet is a different portion, is a new portion. We're gonna stop here, um, but it gets very, very interesting. In the next I should we continue tomorrow? I guess same thing. Okay. Baruch Amen amen.